Hi, my name's Elise Ottaway and you're listening to The Conscious Podcast. Welcome to The Conscious Pod. My name is Carlo Cirillo and this is your place to cultivate wisdom, awareness, life insights to raise your being and become more conscious in your daily life. Hey Conscious Boys and Girls, welcome to episode 43 of The Conscious Podcast. On this episode, I shared a conscious conversation with my lovely friend, Elise Ottaway. Elise is a yoga teacher, personal trainer, wellness coach, whole food chef, and founder and creator of Balancing Bodies. We got stuck into topics including having an eating disorder on both ends of the scale, a sudden neck injury that inspired her career change, the importance of self-love, why we need to listen to our bodies, letting go of baggage and external expectations, a holistic approach to healing, finding what works for you, loving yourself and your life, and so much more. This was such an inspiring conversation. Elise is just a beautiful human. I love Elise's attitude on life, her positivity, her uplifting energy. It is so infectious to be around. So much wisdom and insights for everyone to gain from. I really enjoyed this, and I hope you do too. Elise, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I am excellent, thank you. What have you been up to this morning? Um, a lot. <laughs> I went for a sunrise surf, awesome. and then I ran the lighthouse loop, and then I did a meditation, <laughs> and then I came here. Awesome. All before 10 a.m.? All before, like, 8 a.m., really. <laughs> yeah. Productive then. Yes, always, always. Nice. And uh, we're, we're sitting at, is it Sofia? Safia. Safia in Byron Bay, good part of the world. So mm. you've been here a while? Yes, just over two years. Nice. Love it. That's why you've got an amazing tan. We were talking about that before. I burn easily, so I'm like, <laughs> we need to find somewhere in the shade because I don't want to be red. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of you around here. Yeah. <laughs> Spot the tourist. <laughs> well... As we were talking about before, spot the local. You've got the blonde hair, uh, the yeah. blondie, beachy hair, blue eyes. You surf. You do yoga. Um, what are you drinking? Are you drinking like a chai latte? A dandy, dandelion latte. Dandelion latte. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're from Byron. That's, yeah, definitely that Byron. About right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are you most excited about in life right now? Um, I don't know. There's, I guess, I would say maybe the unknown. Like, there's a lot going on right now, and this year has just been awesome so far. And I just keep, like, saying yes and opening myself up to just kind of trusting what's happening, and things just keep happening. Like, this came along, and then, like, this whole week, I've just had the most crazy random things approach me and come to me, and I'm like, I can't wait to see what else happens. So, very exciting. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And uh, it's only been two weeks in, so that's that's really good. (laughs) I know. Doing well. (laughs) So, I have only this is the first time we've met in person Mm -hmm. Uh, we only spoke yesterday Mm -hmm. I think it was or the (laughs) day before on Instagram Uh, the beautiful human that is Carly uh, who was episode a couple of episodes back um, can't remember which one it was sorry um, introduced us I was like uh, put it on on the Instagram the Facebook group who knows people that are conscious and awesome humans in Byron and Carly was like 
yes, you've got to talk to Elise. So, <laughs> yeah, hit you up. Um, and even just following your page for, for the past couple of days, like, we're very similar in that we post a lot of quotes and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get along <laughs> with this chick. Yeah. <laughs> so for myself and for the listeners, can you give us a wrap up of your life from start till now and everything you're doing now? Well, that's a lot, but <laughs> I'll keep it brief. Um, as brief so, as you want to keep it. Yeah, well, um, there, I grew up in Brisbane and had like a, I would say like normal quotation mark life, great family, um, you know, normal sort of childhood. And then um, in high school, I um, started to kind of become a bit more interested in health, I guess, but not from a healthy place. Um, it led to sort of eating disorders and stuff oh, like yeah. that, um, which then kind of took me on a long road. And when I finished school, I um, very much was, you know, doing, went to uni because you were supposed to go to uni, but I was very lost at what I wanted to do. Um, I did uh, two years of an interior design degree. And then um, on my after my second year, I thought, okay, for the summer holidays, I'm going to go away for three months and like come back and go back to uni so I went over to Canada to do the whole like ski field you know thing that we all do when we're that young um and I went for my three months and then was like nah I'm gonna stay here for a little longer so then I ended up staying for three years (laughs) so (laughs) yeah that return flight home never happened um yeah stayed there for three years and that was a big change and transformation in my life in that that um sort of just took me totally out of my comfort zone. I'd never really been overseas. I'd never lived out of home. I was only 19 when I went over. And, um, you know, all of a sudden I was in a place where no one knew who I was. I could be whoever I wanted to be, um, surrounded by totally different sorts of people to what I was surrounded by back here. And um, it, yeah, it really, really changed my life. It changed my whole perspective of life. You know, I always thought I'd go back and finish my degree, but then I realized that that wasn't what I wanted to do and all these people that I met taught me that and they showed me how to like really embrace life and love life. Um, so yeah, so I did that and then eventually came home and from there I had always wanted to uh, study interior design. I mean, not interior design, I did that. Um, study personal training and get into that kind of thing. But So you finished your... No. Um, no, okay. No, I only did half of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, then I was like, oh yeah, I'll get into personal training but... When I'd gone to Canada, I'd gone the opposite end of the spectrum with the eating disorder and put on a lot of weight. And so I was always going to go back and I was like, oh, I can't be a fat personal trainer, blah, blah, blah. So I put it off, put it off for a long time. And then um, the, a friend of mine really like was like one day was like, no, you're enrolling today. Like I'm enrolled and then studied that. And it was quite hard because I was like, oh, I'm not the stereotype, blah, blah, blah. But eventually started doing that. So I was a personal trainer for quite a few years in Brisbane. And then that kind of was like my doorway into the health and wellness industry. And then through that, I met lots of different people. And then along the way, I um, so I started running my own business with that, which is Balancing Bodies. And then through that, I then at one point sort of got into the health and wellness sort of eating side of things. And um, I went to Bali and I did this raw chefing course. And then from there, I that opened a whole new world of things as well I started doing like cooking healthy cooking workshops and Mm -hmm. teaching people how to make all those yummy raw treats and then um, I then opened my own cafe for a while at the Gold Coast which was a vegan gluten-free cafe that was all raw um, which was good but then bad (laughs) so um, with that I sort of you know went into it with some friends but then they turned out to not be so friendly (laughs) and um 
yeah, taught me a lot of lessons though. Um, so I didn't have that cafe for too long, but um, it was a really great experience and yeah, taught me hard lessons, but also good lessons as well. Um, and then from there, went back to Brisbane. Then at the end of that year, I went and did my yoga teacher training. And I'd gotten into yoga because uh, just before the cafe, or maybe a year before the cafe, I was um, doing my thing at the gym and um, I had an accident. A machine at the gym broke on me and um, I had uh, got a really bad neck injury and concussion and stuff. Um, and so then that like totally put my whole life on hold. I couldn't move for a long time I couldn't exercise nothing and then in the rehab one of the first things I was allowed to do movement wise was some really gentle yoga so I you know kept going along because it's all I was allowed to do thought it was a bit boring (laughs) but then um (laughs) but then um from that I then because I had to keep going because it was all I was allowed to do I then was like oh there's like a lot more to this yoga thing it's Um, not just stretching yeah it's not just stretching and then that totally changed my life like I went through mind body spirit the whole thing like totally changed my life so I then went to India and did my training in India um, which was an interesting experience. <laughs> and Whereabouts? then in Rishikesh yeah. up in the north, yeah. I was about to attempt that to oh. say that, but <laughs> I was not gonna, it did not, was not thinking to say it like that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ish, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I did that and then came back and was teaching a bit around Brisbane. And then the opportunity came up for me to come down here to Byron and um, got the job here at Byron Yoga Centre where I teach and run yoga retreats and everything there and that's kind of yeah I've been here for the last two and a bit years and loving it I'm doing that and then doing a bit of my stuff on the side with balancing bodies and work work cooking workshops yoga workshops um and online sort of stuff as well yeah yeah awesome living the dream wow (laughs) yeah you've done quite a few things so People often like, wait, how old are you? How, yeah. how have you done all this? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Just keep trying things. It's, it's, that, that's life. I had, a, I had a jewelry things. business for a while. I forgot about that. It was yep. like a, a crystal jewelry business. Sure, why not? Nice. Yeah. Well, <laughs> very much fitting the, uh, yeah. the Again, vibe. Again, the stereotype. Of, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you've got essential oils and I'm sure you drink green juices <laughs> totally. and all that sort of stuff. I did this yeah. morning. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but for me, it's like, like very similar in stories like myself done a lot of things um, moved away at 19 as well to a different country so mm. I'm, I'm so intrigued that you know what what really inspired you to take that big step to Canada like was it just I just want to go experience the snow three months then I'll come home you know what like I don't really know I think like right then you know I didn't really think it was a big deal like <laughs> you look back at it now and you're like that was huge like I was 19 like, I had yeah. no idea but then like, at the time, I didn't think it was... Especially because I was like, I'm only going for a couple of months, you know? You had but a return date. Yeah, and there. like... And so I had a plan. But then I also think, too, like, there was a massive part of me, which I wouldn't have recognised at the time, but there was a massive part of me that knew I needed to change. And, like, I was desperate for some change. Because um, I... I I was good at interior design and I liked the course, but, you know, whenever they talked about what it was like to be an interior designer, I was like, that's not me, you know? Like, I I just knew it wasn't who I was and what I was supposed to be doing, but, you know, I was doing what I was, you know, supposed to be doing, as they say, yeah. So, yeah. Cool. And was there any element of, I guess, fear at at 19? (laughs) Like... I, I I mean, 
that was Especially the decision to stay. Yeah, that was, I think, a bit hard in that I was never someone that quit anything. And so, as I said, like, when I got there, I was still like, no, I'll go back and finish it. I'll go back and finish it. And then um, I did come back at about after a year and a half. I came back and was, like, intending to come back, stay back, you know. But I realized, like, I came back because I thought I should. Mm -hmm. And then... Like I was, I just wanted to be there still, and like I, I wasn't happy here, and I just was like, no, like I have to go back and finish what I started, and like everyone's like, oh, you're never coming back, you never, and I knew that I'd come back, but I was just like, no, like I'm not done there yet, and then when I eventually did come home, it was super sad and super hard to leave all like you know my friends and family I created over there, and but I I knew I was like, no, it's it's time, like yeah. it's hard, but I know it's time, so mm. yeah, wow. Would you say you're living your purpose? I'd say yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I totally think so in that, uh, you know, I absolutely love what I do and I love, you know, I feel like I can't even call it work, you know, and I, it really, really lights me up every day, like being able to share this and seeing people transform and seeing like I actually get to make an impact in people's lives. And I also just kind of think, everything seems to just constantly unfold for me and like these doors just open in unexpected ways and I feel like that happens when you're you know everyone's always like oh you just get the perfect job you get this yeah and I'm like it's because I just trust and I just kind of go like I just keep doing what I like and what I love and then I just sort of know that it'll just keep working out you know and I think that's that's why it really makes me think that yeah I'm I'm living my purpose awesome (laughs) So you didn't plan for this at all? No, not at all. Like, if you told me years ago that I would be living... I had never even thought of living in Byron. Like, that was not on the radar at all. And so if you told me, what, like three years ago that I'd be living in Byron, I would have laughed in your face. Like, (laughs) I wanted to move to the beach. Like, I definitely... I'd started surfing and I was like, oh, I want to move to the beach. I thought it would be Sunshine Coast, north of Brisbane. Um or maybe the Gold Coast area, but I never thought Byron. But then literally, like, it was just one of those things, like, someone called me two days after one of my jobs in Brisbane told me they were closing down. Someone called me I hadn't spoken to over a year, and they called me just being like, I've got the perfect job for you. And I'm like, what? Like, and I'd said earlier that year, I was like, okay, by the end of this year, I want to move to the coast somewhere, and I want to pursue yoga more. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, they were like, I've got the perfect job for you in Byron, and it's teaching yoga. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Done. Sign me yeah, out. yeah, yeah. And then, like, yeah, as I went to move, a room became available in a friend's house. Like, it just all was like just a line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in in that, you were saying that you um, you wrote down what you wanted. So you set those, that intention of yeah. this year, I want to be near the coast and doing yeah. what I love. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I wanted. I said, you know, at the start of the year, I just constantly because I'd wanted to live at the coast for a while, but I was always like a bit scared to make that. Leap, and I was always kind of like waiting for a partner, or like I didn't want to do it on my own. Yeah. And I was like, nah, this is the time. You've got to do it regardless. And um, I was like, so by the end of the year, I want to live at the coast and be like pursue yoga more. And I was going away for three months though. So mm-hmm. I was going away from, I uh, was going back to Canada actually for a friend's wedding. And I went from June or July till about September, October. So I was kind of like, well, I won't move till after then because it doesn't yeah. really make sense to move before then. And, um, so it was like, you know, cutting it a bit fine. And literally that person called me two, two weeks before I was going away. And I said, oh, I'm about to go away for three months. And they like, just come and see us when you get back. And then it all still worked out. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Having so. that trust and like knowing what you want. But then there was that element of you just going, 
yeah, it, it's come, it's in and your face, and you went yes. Yeah, yeah, and I had like I had no idea how I was going to pursue yoga because getting yoga jobs can be really hard, yeah. you know, and especially in a full time sort of situation. And when I started at the yoga center too, I was working in the kitchen as well, so you know, do, do a bit of chefing as well. So I was doing that, making all the amazing food there, and then that led, and then did my training through them, and then that opened up the teaching doors for me. So yeah, yeah. that is so cool. Yeah. What is success to you? Ooh, um, I think success is, you know, getting, well, not necessarily getting paid, but just doing what you love and getting rewarded by that, you know? So as long as you're enjoying what you're doing and it brings you some kind of reward, whether that's money or not, you know, it can be just the satisfaction of it. That's success, you know, if you're finding a reward from something you love. Yeah. And would you say that it... It does, it, for you, it became that journey of then getting to this place where you are now to then have that success. Um, or did it change for you along it, the way? It totally changed yeah. all along the way. And like, and I, you know, I'm definitely don't know what's next, you know, like I have ideas and I have like sort of plans, I guess. I'm not much of a planner though. Yeah. Like I have ideas and think that would be cool, but I'm also just always so open because it, the way everything's evolved so far for me, I'm like, well, you know, what can go wrong? <laughs> yeah, like you said, just yeah, trust yeah. It and then ride the journey. Yeah, 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 yeah. What are you most proud of in life? Ooh, um, I would say it's a bit cheesy, <laughs> but I would say Vegan like, yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> um, like my sort of unrelenting positivity. Like, yeah. I'm a very positive person. I'm kind of, un- yeah, very. Yeah. You can tell by the quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like annoyingly positive sometimes. I think, <laughs> um, but and I feel like you know, I've I've managed to really create that mindset of the glass is always half full. And I mean, I think it sort of was a natural thing a bit, but then totally like when I've been through bad times and been through hard stuff, like. I've managed to keep that and a lot of people often comment to me and say like, oh, you're just like, you're lucky you've got that positive mindset, you're going through so much or blah, 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 that sort of thing and I think, you know, it's cheesy and it's simple but like I think it's, I, I am proud of the fact that I can uplift myself and others. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, it's that good energy too mm. and people are attracted to that and they want to be around that because let's think of it if it was the opposite, like you wouldn't want to be around you. If they want to be through the... Energy yeah. vampires, yeah. <laughs> or just like a ne- negative yeah. person that's just, you know, never putting out that optimism. And like, I mean, it comes from a lot of things too. Like, you know, I've learnt ways. Like, as in, I was around a lot of those negative people, and I realised, like, okay, along the journey, I was like, okay, you don't need to be in my life anymore. Mm. You know, and or like at least not a close part of my life. You're not who I choose to spend my time with the most. And like, you know, making changes to keep that lifestyle and that positive sort of thing going on. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So you did touch on it in that as well, and that's the next question. What is the worst thing that has ever happened to you, and Ooh. how is that the best thing that has ever happened to you? Um, I mean, I don't think there's necessarily worse things because yeah. they always yeah, turn yeah, into yeah, worse yes. things. <laughs> For the sake of this question, yeah. <laughs> um, but it I was would perceived say- as the worst thing at the time. <laughs> Thank you. <Yeah>. Thank you. <laughs> um, I would say. Well, one of the big ones was when I had the accident with I was my neck. Going to say that, yeah. that stood out to me. That was a yeah. that was a big one because um, it did totally. You know, I had all these plans, I had all these goals. It totally put everything on hold. I had you, to. You like, can't really be a personal trainer if you're no. And like I literally, move, like. my mum had to drive me around. I couldn't drive. Like, 
So, yeah, and I had to wear, like, a neck brace. It was a good time. Um, <laughs> but, and, like, it li- and like I didn't realise, too, like, until a while later when I came out of that, how much it had affected my mindset then. Like, it wasn't until maybe a year later and I was hanging out with a friend and I was like, oh, my God, like, I actually feel like myself again. And I didn't realise I wasn't feeling like myself, you know, totally um, in that time. And, but, like, I always think of it now, too. I'm like, if I hadn't have had that, you know, accident it changed my career, it changed like everything, it brought me to yoga, you know, if I hadn't have done that, I would not be right here, yeah. probably sitting, teaching yoga and doing what I'm doing now, and I feel so blessed to be doing what I'm doing now, so yeah, you never know what's going to come from something, but that definitely brought a whole different sort of ball game to my life, yeah. Yeah, so what about when it first kind of happened, and obviously you're going through the, the emotions and everything, what was going through your head at that point, were you still the optimistic Elise? I mean, I think I was a lot more optimistic than other people, but like, yeah, looking back, I realized that I did go down a notch, <laughs> but, um, Understandably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it was, and I, it was something too, that I didn't really realize the magnitude of how bad it was because it's still something that I am still really affected by it as well. Like I still get, it flares up and I get like really bad neck problems still, but you know, it's, it's just part of life now and hopefully one day it'll go away, but you know, if it doesn't, it doesn't, but yeah, like I didn't quite realise. I thought it would just be this temporary thing that like get over that speed bump. And to a degree, the worst part, yeah, of course you did. But yeah, it is dumb. something that it changes, you know, the way I do things, the way like I'm a very adrenaline junkie kind of person. And now I have to like, oft- I often am like, oh, but careful of your neck. You know, like there's so many things that you have to like step back from. And- Even surfing? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I do it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't turn my neck yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but then sometimes it flares up and I can't surf for a little while or yeah. something. But yeah, generally it's okay. Listening to your body and exactly. then knowing not to do it for take a week off and then I'll get back into yeah, it. Next exactly. Week. Yeah, exactly. That's hard sometimes. Yeah, when you're watching it, it you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know even through like my whole sporting career, it was always that big injury, and it was like for me. Uh, we were discussing this before a little bit about my story. Like when I did both my hips in the same season, it was just before the season two. It was like I I wanted to play that year, and I was like I was feeling so good about it, and then both went, and I went. You know what, maybe this is... It, it, look, you can take it two ways. You can go, this is, the again, the worst thing ever, but I'm going to recover and get back into it. Mm-hmm. Or you go, it's the worst thing ever, stuff this, I'm not doing it anymore, I'm going to mm-hmm. wrap myself in cotton wool, I'm going to go sit at a <laughs> desk and not do anything that's going to injure me. And at that point in my life, I was like, no, like, okay, I'll just go through the rehab and come back, and I want to play this season. Like, I'm, I'm getting paid, I want to actually, like, prove myself and yeah. play. And um, the mindset was down a notch but it was still optimistic it was like okay well four four to six months recovery okay time's gonna pass anyway got back into it played four games and then did it again so yeah yeah that was my (laughs) yeah that was my impact point of like okay maybe the hips don't like this yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) and I, i look at it now too like when mine flares up I often, like, kind of try to read into the message of it in mm-hmm. that, like, I'll say, like, What's often I feel like it's, me? like, yeah. telling me to slow down because I'm a very go, go, go kind yeah. of person. I mean, as you can tell by everything I've done this morning. <laughs> but um, I often think it's, like, a little message to be, like, slow down, like, yeah. chill out a bit, you know? <laughs> Take Look a break. You. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I always think there's, like, a deeper, like, whenever you get sick and things like that, it's, mm-hmm. you know, how people often, they get sick when they go on holidays and it's because they're finally giving their body a break and their body's been, like, like yeah. being like a star, and now it's finally yeah. recovering. It's, it's built up. Yeah, exactly. So I always think you know there's a deeper reason behind just like when things happen. So yeah, I try and look at it that way now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what is the best advice you've ever been given? Um, 
I would say it's simple but so powerful is that self-love is not selfish because I think, you know, like a lot of us spend so much time giving, 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 giving to other people um, and, you know, all those, whether it's strangers or families or, you know, through work or whatever it is that you do, but we give, 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 and we never really take that time for us. And it's so important because if we don't take that time for us, then we don't have anything left to give to other people. It's like filling up a little jug of water. And if you've poured out all your water to everyone else, then there's nothing left for you or nothing left to give anymore. So... A lot of the time people think that, yeah, taking some time for them is this very selfish thing, especially I think parents and stuff often think that it's can't, they can't. But even if it's five minutes, you know, mm-hmm. like taking you time is so important. Yeah. So how do you take your you time? I get a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> I do it like I only, find... Only when the neck flares up or you... No, no, no. Like day. I find like surfing is a bit of me time, but also like running the lighthouse for me, like... I'm in nature and it's like it's my little like zone and I'm just have my music and me and like yeah and then yoga and meditation and just beach in general yeah (laughs) plenty of me time around here (laughs) especially if that's daily like it's it's a good way I'm Say morning people, you, I don't think anyone's a morning person. You just get up and do stuff like that. Yeah, you become a morning person. Yeah. Um, I didn't feel like getting up at yeah. like five o'clock this morning, but I was like, no, it'll be worth it. No. <laughs> and it that, was. That sunrise is definitely worth yeah, it. Yeah, totally. And you, you were saying you were surfing when yeah. it was sunrise? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it was very yeah. pretty. Yeah, unfortunately for me, <laughs> where I was in Lennox, <laughs> I still jumped in and then came out, and then they're like, the beach is closed because there's sharks. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Could have told me that before. <laughs> You're just fulfilling the stereotype around here. Everyone's always scared of it around here. You yeah. shouldn't tell me this. <laughs> uh, they won't eat me. Although okay. maybe there'll be less surfers, so that's fine. <laughs> well, I'll, ju- I'll just here. come up to Byron and uh, join the crowds because if they're going to get someone, it won't be me. I'll <laughs> yeah, just swim exactly. faster than anyone. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what advice would you give your 16-year-old self? I would say to my 16-year-old self that you are perfect just as you are because especially at that point, I, you know, it's when everything really started for me and I really thought that you, know, you were constantly finding something wrong and there was no self-love there and that's been a, you know, like 15-year journey for me to actually go, oh, yeah, I am perfect just as I am. You can want to grow and evolve and change, but I am perfect as I am and that has yeah been and you know sometimes that's hard but to to really take in but most of the time that's my attitude now and that's been something that it's taken a long road but if someone had told me that then it could have saved a lot of (laughs) heartache Mm. so how did you come to that that realization yourself that you're perfect just the way you are oh it's been a long road it's been through many different things you know through um you know was it a like enlightened yoga session where you were, or meditation where you were levitating and it just oh, came definitely. to you yeah. <laughs> um no it's been just it's through everything like through yoga through the journey of like going through every diet under the sun and then eventually learning to eat for love you know like mm. eating because i love myself and because you know i want to nourish my body and that's when because literally i went through this so when i like I lost I was really skinny and then I put on a lot of weight and then I couldn't lose weight even though I was the healthiest person ever and I you know it took a lot and it was through a lot of things but it was a lot it was to with the mind you know like learning to master the mind and you know accept and all of that sort of thing and that's when things sort of just started to flow into place and um, letting go of all of that kind of expectations you have of yourself and all of this sort of stuff and yeah 
Yeah. It's interesting to me because I'm not I'm not a PT and I'm not a nutritionist or anything like that. But would you say that you were just saying uh, that what you were just saying was um, a lot of it was in your mind? Yeah. Um, would you say that you holding on that weight was also you holding on to other things that were in your mind and in your beliefs that then totally, yeah. totally, like energetically, you had all the like all these blocks and this stuff going on that just was not letting me and it like letting me lose it, you know, mm. or letting me, it was like holy, and there was obviously some, there's some physical components to it too, yeah. but like, it's not just 100% mine, but it definitely had a big, it was literally when I started to accept myself that I started to lose the weight and I was doing nothing else different, you know, mm. I was already eating super healthy. I was one of those people like, people like how, like, I don't understand how, you know, you're so healthy, so fit, so active, but then also, you know, like I would exercise out of like punishment almost like you know yeah. I, I love I've always loved exercise so I did enjoy it but it was always like you have to burn this many calories because you've eaten this much food blah 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 mm-hmm. whereas like now I literally exercise just for the love of it I do the lighthouse like every day because I love it you know yeah. it makes me super happy I do I surf because I love it that doesn't feel like exercise I do yoga because I love it I do weights and stuff because I want to it's not and I don't care how many calories I burn you know it's all about just doing it for the joy of it yeah. And that's what I try and help people find as well. You know, like I'm all about helping people find exercise that they love. Like if you like going swimming, great. If you like going for a walk in the park, great. If you like playing tennis, great. Do that, you know. Yeah. You don't have to do this crazy exercise regime, you know. It might evolve into that, but yeah. you never know. Yeah. yeah. So when it comes to the whole journey of, of losing weight and becoming healthier, it's a it's a combination of everything oh 100 percent. yeah mind body soul whole thing yeah Yeah. and And like the way you eat the way you feel the way you think it's Mm -hmm. everything yeah but tailored to you as well yeah oh that's exactly it like there's no specific diet that suits every single person Mm -hmm. you know like some the paleo for example might suit someone but then it could be terrible for someone a high fat diet might suit someone but could be terrible for someone else and there's definitely key components that suit everyone like you know eating more vegetables drinking lots of water like not having processed foods like all these kind of things like they 100% apply to everyone but then like the specifics you know I'm plant-based but then I think some people do need a bit of meat every now and then and there's certain people like some people like have it once a month or something but you know no one needs it three times a day every day but then like everyone's got different bodies and it's learning yeah. to listen to your body that is like the most powerful thing mm. that you can you can learn yeah. yeah we're also similar in so many ways but and there's there's different um i guess things that we all have to follow like you were saying like the water and getting enough nutrients but then it's all unique to our bodies mm-hmm. and there's certain things that trigger certain things um and it's definitely something i've learned in my journey as well through eating and being the skinniest kid in in, in high school that was uh, always active um, and then changing my diet and then going even skinnier, but then also now putting on weight and not doing the traditional, mm-hmm. conventional thing, mm-hmm. especially growing up in an Italian household. It's, yeah. it's different, <laughs> but knowing that my body's different and I yeah. don't, if, if I follow, let's say, a tra- even a training program, that may work for a bodybuilder, exactly. but I'm not a bodybuilder. Exactly. So. <laughs> Exactly. No, 100%. Like, and you know, we all have like different things. It's like in yoga. Like that's one thing I really love about yoga is that no one's going to be perfect at everything. You can never perfect yoga. And I think that's like, there's no like final destination necessarily. Mm. And I think that's such a humbling thing about yoga in that, and you can be next to someone and 
You know, like you could do, say, a backbend amazingly, but then not be able to do an inversion. And then they could do an inversion, but not be able to do a backbend. Like, you know, it's just that we've all got our strengths and weaknesses, and it's all about learning to work with what you've got. Yeah, it's yeah. not a competition. No, it's, yeah. It's, we're doing this because we we're, love this and we want to work on ourselves. We want to give ourselves, like, the healthiest body vessel possible yeah. to go through life with it's, it's literally like if you were to get everyone to line up like everyone in this cafe line up who can touch your toes whoever does you're the winner <laughs> the rest you're not good at life like, yeah yeah, yeah totally doesn't make sense <laughs> a, a way better way to think about it is, yeah. is doing it for you yeah <laughs> yeah how do you think people can become more fulfilled in life Ooh. i think i mean it's simple but just keep do more of what you love you know because when you start like I was saying with me you know like when you start doing what you love I feel like things just evolve things happen and then when you're doing what you love it's not hard to feel happy it's not hard to feel fulfilled because um, you're getting satisfaction from this and it could be the simplest things you know like maybe you like baking cookies <laughs> so you bake cookies and then but like you could give them to people and stuff you don't have to eat them all give them to, and like that is very fulfilling you know making someone else's day you know yeah. it could be just literally saying hello to someone if you like talking yeah. just say hello to more people i don't know <laughs> the simplest things but do what you love and then things will evolve and happen yeah. yeah i think once you step into that zone as well of doing things you love like you were saying before with like trusting the process of mm-hmm. like you didn't know this was all going to happen but you just kind of did it because you loved it and mm-hmm. then look at all the opportunities that came from it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah need more of that yeah totally <laughs> what's a big problem you think needs to be talked about more in society oh i would think i think i mean there's i've got two yep. <laughs> so first one is body image issues with like especially like teenagers and stuff it's just so scary now seeing like little kids like you know eight-year-olds that are like worried about their they don't have a thigh gap or something like it's ridiculous like it's actually like so ridiculous Mm. and like I think there needs to be a lot more of like body love awareness and there's a bit more now but like more and more like I think it should be part of curriculum I think it should be something that's really like emphasized and the other one is the what we're consuming like toxins and stuff in what we're consuming so and like I mean we all kind of know processed foods usually have some kind of like crap in them but I th- I'm talking more about like fruit, vegetables, water, that kind of stuff. Like the stuff that is perceived to be really healthy and a lot of the time is full of so much bad stuff. Like all the sprays and everything, if you're not doing organic, like that stuff, it's crazy what it can do to your body. Mm-hmm. And people, yeah, think they're eating really healthily and they're having all of this extra terrible stuff. And then same with water, like the quality of water that you're drinking and that's something like a lot of tap waters i know in australia anyway a lot of tap waters in big cities especially are filled with so much stuff so much chemicals that are not good for you and we're no longer getting the nutrients that we need and instead we're getting lots of toxins and terrible things instead so i think that's stuff that really needs to have like light shone I tell people every week (laughs) (laughs) and teach it in a class every week because I'm like the more people I can tell yeah (laughs) Yeah. because it's one thing that I guess is definitely overlooked because everyone's like oh no but I feel fine anyway Mm -hmm. I've been drinking this water for years but Mm -hmm. it's like yeah but that's all building up Mm -hmm. and how far do you want that to go a a good example of that is um, if you buy fruit and veg and you don't buy organic which not everyone can afford organic so that's fine there's lots of things you can do to get 
healthier versions. Grow your own. Exactly. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm a terrible gardener, so I don't know how well that would go. But, um, but if you buy fruit and veg, you can take it home, fill your sink with water, and then put a few tablespoons of apple cider vinegar in there, and then soak your fruit and veg. And then you'll see like a filmy layer of stuff that comes off the fruit and veg, like especially that waxes off apples yeah. and stuff. And then you see that. That's just like one of your fruit and veg grocery shops, that little filmy layer. If you think about a year's worth of that, that's, you know, everyone thinks, oh, it's not much, whatever, just like a little bit of spray. But if you think of a year's, when you see it physically too, and then mm. you think about a year's worth of that, that's a lot that you're consuming. In your stomach, in a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you're eating that. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I grew up on a vineyard and we still have it now. Oh. So um, even in, in where I'm from in Muldura, it's, it's a big. Um, produce town a lot of citrus a lot of vineyards and when people are spraying especially this time of year you're outside you smell all the chemicals you oh. get all of it in i was washing my car the other day and dad was spraying um the other day two weeks ago <laughs> um and dad was spraying and i'm like i have to go inside like yeah. i can smell it most people are like oh no it's you know you get used to it and it's like yeah that's why the cancer rates are so yeah. high and that's like draw. that's like the tap water like you know if you drink tap water and you kind of have a bit of filtered water here and there you don't taste yeah. the difference but if you only drink filtered water and then you try and drink tap water again you're like yeah. oh like i remember when i moved back from canada i was not into the this yeah. kind of like health thing at all and i remember just like struggling to drink the tap water even and i was like no and i would i had to put lemon in it to train myself to drink yeah. it again because i was like it tastes like a swimming pool yeah. but, I, like, <laughs> but then i made myself drink it again because i didn't think about it back then but yeah now I'm like the, I'm like the full other end of the spectrum where I take my little spring water and get it refilled at the markets every week by a local guy, and <laughs> it's great. It's delicious. I've gone to that extent, but it's like further. I've bought myself like this machine that was like five grand to just filter my water, and nice. it's like I need. Again, I've tested all of our waters. Now, yeah. a lot of people think I'm crazy. Even my parents are like, what are you doing? But I'm like, look at what's in this. Look what's in, and then look what's in this. And yeah. it's like, it's just a simple transition. Um, and I think, again, it's that thing of like, oh, we've been drinking it for years and we're fine. But yeah. and we've been eating this fruit and veg for years. Yeah. We're fine. We've got systems in our body to get rid of that stuff. And it's like, yeah, but... Imagine if they didn't have to do that if, work. What else yes, it could be doing? Yeah. You know? oh. How much time and energy your body is focusing on that. Yeah. It's like having a... <laughs> you have a Ferrari. You're not going to put the cheap, shitty fuel in it. Yeah. You're going yeah. to put premium in it because you want it to run yeah. properly. Yeah, I mean, I know nothing about cars, but sure, I get yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think of an analogy there. <laughs> if this was the last time you seen me and I asked you to teach me something tangible that I can use every day in my life to improve my life, what would you teach me? Um, I would teach you... Well, I've got two. <laughs> um, maybe I would either teach you two or both. I'll teach you both, let's be real. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The, to listen to your body, yep. and we kind of talked about this about learning to listen to your body, whether that's in like with your exercise, whether it's the way you eat, because when you can listen to your body and you actually listen to what it needs, it will tell you. It always tells you what it needs, you know. And if you can learn to listen to that, that is the key to health, really. Like that and self love are like the ultimate key to health. If you can do those things, you're going to live a happy and healthy life. Mm -hmm. um, and the other one is like learning to let go. Because a lot of us hold on to a lot of stuff and um, 
it doesn't serve us. And, you know, letting go, you can do it in many different ways. Like I like to write about things, but some people like maybe you need to have a little yell. Maybe you need to go for a run, run it off or maybe. And, you know, sometimes it's a process. You're not going to just let something go straight away. But, you know, sometimes we hold on to a lot of stuff. Someone's said something to us and we're walking around just replaying it in our head, having the worst day ever. And they're having out there having the best day ever. It's not affecting them in the slightest. It's only affecting you. So, you know, the more we can let go of that crap, the better, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's how how can we let go though? So so writing it down. Yeah. So I like I personally I was never a writer about things. I, like journaling, as everyone calls it. You know, um, I was never that. I always thought it was kind of weird and like didn't. I was like, well, I'd sit there and try and write and be like, well, what do I write? This is stupid. But then <laughs> now that I've got into, it, I'm like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever. Like, I f- like it's such a release on so many levels. And a good way to start if you've never done it before is to literally just. Um, write down some questions so if you, someone was when someone you know was going through something and you were gonna like you would ask some questions like oh like how does that make you feel or like you know um you know like what could you do to make you feel better or I don't know lots of different things or like why are you annoyed about that write down the questions and then just answer them and then that's like a really great way to start and then you kind of things just start to bubble and evolve and mm. kind of goes everywhere but yeah it's and once you kind of start doing that about stuff like I I often just am like, okay, I really need to have a write about things. Mm. And like, I pretty much try to journal every day now, like even if it's just a little bit, but finding and whether it's like affirmations or like gratitude or like, you know, sometimes it's not necessarily to release something, but like having that release is a really powerful thing. Yeah. yeah. I think for me, one thing in the, in the last six months was learning how to journal because I never wrote as mm-hmm. well. Journaling, um, writing out like a limiting belief or, or a limiting feeling. Like, for example, uh, I'm, I'm nervous to interview Elise today or, and it's because I don't feel like I'm good enough mm-hmm. to, to interview her. And then it's writing, uh, like flipping it yeah. and saying, I am a great interviewer. I have an amazing podcast and... I'm adding so much value to other people's lives just by sharing an amazing mm-hmm. conversation mm-hmm. and totally. connecting with good people. Totally. Because, yeah, it's it's all about getting under why you're having some kind of thought or something you're holding on to something or whatever it is, like understanding why. Because there's always a reason why. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's, it's hard to find out why. But sometimes it is quite simple if you actually stop and think about it. But a lot of people never stop and think about it. Yeah. Yeah. So true. How can I find my purpose or how can people find their purpose? Um, I think saying yes, like we were saying before, like keep, so if things feel aligned, if something feels right, following, I'd say following your gut feeling, like that whole gut feeling, which what is that? But it's kind of that inner knowing, like there's always some kind of part of you where, you know, often you feel like you want to do something even though it makes no sense whatsoever. And that then I think opens you if you start to learn to tune into that and listen to that then it will lead you on to finding your purpose because you keep saying yes to those things that feel right even though it may not make any sense it'll keep evolving into you and yeah keep doing what you love yeah love and enjoy do that (laughs) love that message it's so it's coming through in so many different ways it's so simple but it's like so true (laughs) (laughs) what is most meaningful to you in life right now oh I mean, lots of things, but I would say, like, there's a lot of very meaningful people in my life, Mm -hmm. Um, and I really love what I do, and being able to share and really empower people and change people's lives, but I think on, like, a personal level, like, right now, 
again, it's something like kind of, it's very cliche, Byron, but <laughs> nature, like nature is like super meaningful to me right now. Like I spend, like since living here and I get to spend so much time and I just find it so healing and powerful on so many levels, you know, like whether it's, it just makes me super happy or whether it like just makes me chill out and like grounds me or whether it makes me um, just feel peaceful being in there like going you know just taking a moment to watch the sunrise you know like living in a city you never really watch a sunrise or a sunset because there's nowhere to watch it well in Brisbane anyway um so actually kind of having those moments every day it really is super meaningful to me yeah Mm -hmm. I'm feeling that now that I've been up here for almost a week it's just like every morning I've caught the sunrise exactly on the beach feet in the sand yeah like, I, yep. I was never doing that before even when I lived near a beach in Melbourne it was just like nah yeah too cold <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 totally <laughs> see even when it's cold here in the winter there's whales so then you mm. want to get up to see the whales because oh well I'll go see whales that would be incredible yeah to come back in uh, yeah. in winter as well yeah. what impact do you want to have on people the community in the world um I would say again very simple but like Literally, I just want to make people happier and healthier. And, you know, doing that in whatever ways, forms, evolves, like who knows how that's going to happen. But but I just keep doing what I love and then spreading happiness and health. And just because it's been, it's what I've been through, you know, like I've been through so much health stuff of my own and so much of a self-love journey that I then want other people to get what I've got and find Mm. what I've found. So... If I can, you know, even help one person do that, then that's amazing because then that will then make other people happy if they're happy. And, you know, it's a flow-on effect. So that's my goal. (laughs) I love how you said it. You, like, help people go through that and find that themselves because if you would be like, I want to just teach them so then they know how to do it. It's like, no, they've got their own journey. You can just provide that guidance through it. So very well said. Thanks. (laughs) didn't even think about it. My good. (laughs) power of your language. Uh, What does it mean to be conscious? I think to be conscious is to be so aware of yourself that then it you become aware of others and everything around you in that. So what I mean by that is that you're so aware of who you are that you're constantly trying to evolve yourself as the best version of yourself, whether that's you know the way you eat, the way you um, consume things, the way you use things like your plastic, all of those kinds of things. Um, that then that has a run-on effect, the way you think, you know, that has a run-on effect to those, everything around you. It affects the people around you. It affects the earth around you. It affects absolutely everything. And I think that's being conscious. Powerful. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you want to share and leave with the listeners? Mm, I don't think so. Just love yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Simple, but true. <laughs> I think we know what the title for this one yeah. is going to be. <laughs> so where can people see more of your stuff and um, follow you or the events where they can come do yoga teach training, all that sort of stuff? Yes. Um, so I have um, Instagram and Facebook for Balancing Bodies. So Instagram is at Balancing Bodies. Facebook is slash Balancing Bodies for you. And I also have a website, which is www.balancing-bodies.com. And, yeah, all the info's on all of those things and that connects me with whatever else is going on and whoever else I'm working with as well. Amazing. All mm-hmm. those links will be in the show notes as well. Um, and I guess to wrap it up, I just want to say thank you so much for taking time out, for responding and, like, <laughs> sharing this conversation, getting so open and vulnerable and 
um, sharing a lot about your life. And I, like I've gotten so much from that. And it's like you, normally I'd only just see it on, on Instagram and you just read the quotes and be like, oh, she's very optimistic. But there was just <laughs> so much goodness and value in this conversation and I'm so grateful that we uh, got to share this, oh, this conversation. Oh, it's been amazing. Thank you. And, you know, honestly, I just love being able to share the message because, as I said, if it affects yeah. one person, then great. If one person listens and it makes them a little bit happier, great. We've done our yeah. job. <laughs> but And it's amazing what you're doing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. If, if you are that one person that you've listened to this and you're inspired, you've been uh, impacted something's like you related to something reach out to elise and myself like yeah. give us a message <laughs> um share it on your your instagram story take a screenshot leave a review we love all that sort of stuff and we love connecting with people and i guess just being told that what we're doing is is inspiring yeah and and, and affecting people so yeah make sure make sure you subscribe <laughs> and make sure you tell your friends and um yeah, oh, I, I also have to youtube too youtube yeah. yeah balancing bodies yeah Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I've we'll started making well. videos. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> It'll all be there. It'll yeah. all be there. But yeah. until next time, take care, everyone. Peace. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen in on our conversation. Hopefully, you got some insights and values to raise your awareness. If you like the podcast, please like, share on social media, and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. I would really appreciate it. You can also keep up to date on our Facebook and Instagram pages. Uh, both handles are at The Conscious Podcast and also my personal account, which is at Carlo underscore Cirillo. Until next time, take care and be nice. <laughs>